0: They got it moment. Hey. Leg drop boot to the face, we won't fold. Quick to put a dude in this place. He out cold with a tombstone, at the waist, get laid flat. Can't escape, nowhere to go. The cage match, it's on now. When I spot him, it's no problem. Everybody's stone cold till they hit with the
1: rock bottom. Sharpshooter, I won't miss him like Bret Hart.
0: Like Al Snow, they gon' need him a head start. I just might catch a better body than Mickey James. Get acquainted with name we bring in the pain like pain in the ring all i see is red paul bearer undertaker i can see the dead john cena putting hands in your face Ted DBS he got a million on the waist b2tf better stay in your place or get smacked down play it safe what you talking about It's the crew of the year That you're loving to hate If you fucking with the team You catch a boot to the face Rebound from the boot I hit the Irish whip Don't be mad Cause we know your podcast ain't shit Stop hating motherfucker. You know he the man RJ gon' hit you With that ringside rant And them two hard hitters Repping Montreal Godfathers of the crew Making sure we ball If you still wanna hate it's no saving ya You might get beat down On talk of mania Listen to the whole team Across body of work It'll make you realize that you should have been first In me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah.
1: boot to the face chris rucker ej reed here on twitch.tv we apologize for the tardiness there was some kind of twitch issue that i've never had to encounter before ej so that was fun uh, it's still not fixed how if we're even live i don't know um i wasn't able to title the show so nobody will be able to find us if they haven't checked their social medias but we are powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs. Well, they'll talk about your New York Knicks on the six-game winning streak after destroying the Boston Celtics. So bad last night, Jason Tatum's crying like a little girl getting kicked out of the game. I'm talking like I pay attention to basketball. I saw that shit on Center today. <laughs> but the Knicks are good again. 9-2 in the month of February. Their best... Second best all-time month of February since they went 10-2 in, like, 1984 or some shit like that.
2: I wouldn't get your hopes up.
1: Oh, why? What's the Knicks, man? That's what people say about the Cowboys, and you fall for that shit every year.
2: Yeah, but at least the Cowboys have ah. five championships. Five well, Knicks championships got two? to back it up. The Knicks haven't won since before we were born. I know a lot of y'all could say that about the Cowboys now, but mind your business.
1: They can't say it about the Cowboys. I've seen the Cowboys personally win three of them. Uh, Me too. To the I'm saying in chat.
2: Uh, like somebody Devin's age, he was, he was in the, life the Cowboys. Imagine
1: though being Devin's age, right? Devin's in the chat. Devin's 20. He's yeah. a Chiefs fan. And the motherfuckers won two Super Bowls before he turns 21 years old. Before he can drink and celebrate these sons of bitches have won two. Imagine being born in like 95 and you grow up a Patriots fan. Your dad sat through the Patriots being shit his whole life, and your little spoiled ass got to watch him win seven Super Bowls.
2: All I can say is enjoy it while it lasts. We thought the Cowboys were gonna be on top forever in the nineties.
1: Forever, actually, the wheels when the wheels fell off, they fell the fuck off. So buy all the fucking Super Bowl merch you can, though, because you never know it could it could just be gone. Uh, at the drop of a hat we got a jam-packed show ej um i apologize if i'm a little distracted i'm trying to make sure we're still on the air because on my stream uh, streamlabs says there's nobody in the chat it says a bunch of shit it's not supposed to say and then i see nine people I'm yeah like, and then i click over to twitch i'm actually on twitch and it says we're good so as long as that says we're good we're good so as far as Fucking StreamLab goes. I don't know. Uh, fuck Streamlabs for right now. And then you know, I I thought I had all these sounds saved. You know, I had the little Seth Rollins from last night. Ha ha! Bye, bitch. I had that on <laughs> here when somebody would say something stupid. You know, now everybody's gonna beat us to the punch. By the time we use it next week, it's gonna be old news. Man,
2: life happens like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, how you been, EJ? You have a good weekend?
2: Yeah, man. I I can't even remember what I did this past weekend. What was this past weekend? Oh, Jake Paul versus uh, the Fury Kid. The
1: Fury Kid, he won. Yeah, I know. Uh,
2: still a Fury Kid.
1: Yeah, he uh, I, I I'm not a boxing connoisseur, but in my in my eyes, he whooped Jake Paul's ass
2: i didn't think it was close whoever uh, had that split decision they need to get drug
1: test. yeah i i thought i thought paul looked like he was going for the knockout punch the whole time and he couldn't hit it and he did a lot of fucking grabbing and i hadn't heard anybody talk about it, but i thought there was like two or three moments in that fight where fury was hitting him with combinations and uppercuts and shit and he looked like he was gonna knock him out and paul would just grab him and then of course the ref would step in now again i don't watch boxing i could be completely wrong on that but i felt like he was way more aggressive than paul was and he landed way more punches
2: yeah i mean the CompuBox box stats don't lie like doubled him in punches lane i know it's round by round but still like he was out boxing them clearly and some people thought those knockdowns put uh fury over the not fury paul over the top but i don't that wasn't enough the it's eight rounds
1: Was it more than one? I just saw the one at the end.
2: He had one earlier in the fight, maybe like this third round. Mm. Still, that's two
1: rounds out of eight. I was going back and forth, like, because I was watching it on on a on a on my phone. Let's just say that I was watching it on my phone, and so when they would go to the corners and whatnot, like, I do like these new, these new, like, I guess the new age fighters that promote their own shit and the commentators Mm. are cussing like snoop and shit like that but i feel like there's more real when they go in the corner and he's like you need to fucking do this and quit dropping your fucking hand you know shit like that i like that but i was getting bored by it quickly so i would change the channel and then when i come back the round would be half over with like i have no attention span anymore i think that's all of us though
2: yeah especially Uh, with these tiny computers in our hands
1: you know, and then I was I was on a, <laughs> the CNR page and I said something like, you know, like Jake which one was it, Jake? Like the Paul brothers or not, like they have me watching boxing. And
2: I yeah, got Yeah, and they they jumped all over your ass. Yeah, I
1: one. got shit on. I'm like, I'm just here to help, guys. Like I'm <laughs> I'm on you side. They were like, You called that boxing? I'm like, that's that was literally what it was called on my fucking the title of it was called boxing match like if paul would have won he would have been a ranked fucking boxer like these assholes can't say that um i, I know wasn't...
2: i know he's polarizing but i don't understand why he's polarizing because i don't follow youtube and all that yeah. like why does everybody hate this kid so much
1: yeah he's kind of a dick uh i don't know if it was him or his brother but one of them went over to like another country and that was
2: that was logan
1: that was yeah Did some disrespectful shit over there and they're kind of like brash and you know not giving a fuck you know people people want you to not give a fuck right but then when you don't give a fuck they get mad at you for not giving a fuck like people don't know what like people want the attitude era back in wrestling and as soon as some attitude era type shit happens they want to cancel them exactly i mean
2: as far as the Paul Carey, he, he, he seems like he's taking the boxing shit seriously, and he got skills. Like he doesn't bother me. Get your money.
1: Yeah. Admiring the chat says everybody hates his hustle and business model. He made 3.2 million plus 65% of pay-per-views. Never see a UFC fighter to get there. That. That's true. Conor McGregor really didn't get paid until he fought Mayweather, which is it's weird, right? Like, I'm not a boxing guy. To me, boxing's like a dying sport. But yet. These fucking boxers make big fucking money when they fight. Like the the top echelon of them. And I don't. They get don't it. have.
2: They don't have that middleman cutting into all their profits. UFC. Because
1: if you give me a good UFC fight versus a good boxing fight, like I'll pick UFC every time. I can watch a UFC card as long as the as long as there's one fight on there on that card that I care about. I can sit through all the other fights and like gamble on them and you know watch little welterweights just hit each other 75 times in about 13 seconds. Like that shit's entertaining to me boxing if I don't if I don't know who it is and I don't want a certain person to win or lose like to me it's just boring. But they make the money and the UFC guys don't. So they they really do need to get a better business model.
2: Yeah, I don't know if that it's like a Topic for another, you, you could we could go on and on about yeah, fighter yeah. pay, especially with the UFC raping and raping there. This ain't
1: a fucking this ain't a, a contract sports podcast, it's a pro wrestling podcast, exactly. We got a lot of pro wrestling to talk about, EJ. Um, where would you like to start? We got we've got a bunch of topics going across the top of the screen. I sent you a bunch of stuff. Um, there's a lot of people in the news today, like Kenny Omega. Um... But we'll start wherever you want to start, EJ. All right. We can start from the top. What the fuck would the top be, EJ?
2: I think we had WrestleMania around the corner. Talk about the bill for that.
1: So, the latest uh, build for WrestleMania was Monday Night Raw last night. And two matches were announced last night. That nobody wants to fucking see I don't I talk to wrestling fans You know A bunch of my friends are wrestling fans Right And we text back and forth uh, Talk to people at work I talk to y'all in the discord I haven't seen one person say You know what I'm really looking forward to At Wrestlemania Fucking Brock Lesnar and Omos Bray Wyatt and Lashley Why the why would the Lashley and Brock Lesnar match end the way it did if they weren't going to fight each other again and they were just going to go their separate ways? Basically, you're telling me that Lashley had Brock in a bad way and Brock basically tapped out. By kicking this man in the nuts and getting DQ, you tapped out because you couldn't get out of the hold and he was going to put you on your ass. Why end the match like that if they're just both going to split off and go and do this? And I don't I don't want to see Omos get fucking F5. That's not enough for me. I want to see Lashley and Lesnar finish this shit and give me a definitive winner.
2: Now, do you think it could possibly still be a swerve? Or do you
1: think it's set in stone? I mean, they already got the fucking graphics made. It can't be a swerve now, right? I mean, it could. <laughs> they they paid J.D. Hoop all their fucking money so they could just erase his fucking graphics?
2: I don't know when they when we find out matches like this are going down it kind of still makes me think that Vince is still poking his head in a little bit because like you said who wants to see Brock versus Omos it sounds like a Vince move give me two big strong Giants damn it
1: you know I've heard that a lot and I'll tell you why I'm not gonna say I disagree with it but I think it's uh I don't even want to say unfair. I just, I, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but I, I think it's wrong basically to, as soon as stuff starts happening that people don't like, everybody says, well, Vince is back in charge now. Like why even put it out there that he's back in the building? So now triple H has a, so now triple H can book whatever shit he wants. And if it goes, if it sucks, everybody's going to say, well, Vince is back in charge. If it's great, they're going to be like, oh, that, that that's a triple H angle right there. So, like, I don't know. I think I think Triple H is getting an unfair judgment on his booking right now because as soon as it sucks, we blame Vince. You think he Triple H is getting a pass? Is that what you're alluding to? Yeah, he's getting a pass. He's been getting a
2: pass. He's been hey, getting a pass ever since he fucking by... beat
1: Booker T at WrestleMania. Yeah. I don't That's
2: even awesome. want to talk about that again. <laughs> that makes me <laughs> mad every time I talk about it. But, uh... I mean that's what happens 15 years of shitty booking i mean he's got a built-in excuse he could just blame it on vince (laughs) i take i mean
1: look i'm not here to defend fucking creepy old man vince right but the bloodline was under vince's watch the man was under vince's watch kofi mania was under vince's watch like the whole john cena run was under vince's watch fucking mickey and trish the rock stone cold the whole attitude there dx like yeah, you can say Vince kind of fell out of touch, but some of the biggest fucking moments in the history of wrestling was under his watch too. So, you know, you're not everything's not going to be a home run, but I just find it to be crazy that as soon as Triple H starts fucking up, we say Vince must be back in charge.
2: It sounds like it might be some politicking involved with this sudden change. Maybe Brock Lesnar wanted Omos. That's the only thing I can really think of.
1: Maybe Brock was tired of getting fucking tossed around by Lashley. Yeah. So he picked somebody bigger but less experienced that so he could try to have a Wrestlemania moment with, with Omas.
2: But I can't imagine that Bobby asked for Bray. Keep Bray Wyatt yeah, away far from away from Bobby. from Bobby.
1: Keep Bray Wyatt away from everybody. He can go to the NWA. I don't think they could afford his video packages so. though.
2: definitely couldn't. Well, that hokey pokey spooky stuff but yeah like and the, the muscle man thing on Raw like what what are they doing
1: I don't know I, I'm just I'm not a fan of Bray Wyatt I haven't been for a long time uh, I've said before like the Fiend character looked cool Bray's always got a really good entrance every now and then like when he was the uh not Wyatt Earp but like when he had the what do you call it the not sheep herder what's the word I'm looking for the motherfucker that yeah. preaches to a bunch of people and makes them do what they want, you know. Uh, like cult, cult leader, cult leader, he cult leader Bray Wyatt. I don't know why I can't think tonight. Cult leader Bray Wyatt, right? He had some good promos, but then this weird thing would happen. He would get in the ring and they would ring the bell, and then it sucked. <laughs> it sucked big time. And then the bell would ring again. He would lose, and then he would start talking shit again. He'd make you believe like Dallas Cowboys. He'd make you believe, and then as soon as the bell rang, he sucks. And then you realize, like, this is why I don't cheer for this guy. Like, he got me again.
2: I don't think he sucks in the ring, per se. I just think sometimes he has the wrong dance partner. Because he's shown at times he can go. With who? Who did he have?
1: Name name three good Bray
2: Wyatt matches. Him and the, the Daniel Bryan match. That was a okay. good one.
1: I had a good match with Daniel Bryan, too. And I've never wrestled before. But, I mean... He just, I just don't like when he brings in the, the spooky shit
2: in the ring. He's not bad in the ring, I don't think. But like you said, some a lot of his time his matches don't translate on TV.
1: He's the common denominator though. On his matches not translating, I don't think it's a dance partner. I think it's him. Anybody can have a good match with Daniel Bryan. Anybody can tag up with Luke Harper and and Big Red against the Shield and have a good match. Anybody can go three on three against the New Day and have a good match. But can you go out there and have a good match with L.A. Knight? they had a it in the, in the fucking dark. Can you, <laughs> can you have a good match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Everybody else does. Undertaker's old. He wasn't old when he fought Bray Wyatt. He was
2: He was right about I think he got like old right after he fought Brock Lesnar.
1: <laughs> when they counted three all of a sudden he got, he got oh, yep, fuck.
2: instantly <laughs> but I don't know you're partially right because he didn't have any good matches as the fiend but I have to go back and look at some of his cult leader stuff it's a few in there
1: yeah it's it's I, 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 good luck finding him EJ I, I hate to put you through that don't go back and watch him just take my word for it I don't, I don't want you to get depressed and burnt out on wrestling during Wrestlemania season um other match we could talk about. Well, other rumor I guess we could talk about is a title change last night. Becky Lynch and Lita become your WWE Women's Tag Team Champions with the help of one Trish Stratus. They defeat Damage Control. Now, there's two there's two teams on the internet right now telling you which way this is going. They're saying they gave Becky and Lita the titles so Shayna and Ronda could take it, and and Ronda can get her win back versus Becky. Or they could have it Damage Control versus Becky, Lita, and Trish at WrestleMania. No women tag title match. And, of course, people will complain about that because those titles are so prestigious. Um, Which one would you rather see, EJ? And we're not even talking about the finish of the matches. We're just talking about the matches themselves. Would you rather see a women's tag title match between uh, the Charisma Killers, which is what I'm calling them now, Shayna and Ronda? versus Becky and Lita, or would you rather see the triple, uh, the six-woman tag match with Damage Control versus Team Bestie and Becky Lynch?
2: This may be unpopular. I think I might want to see Ronda and Shayna versus Becky and, and Lita. Then have uh, Le- uh, Trish and Bailey do a one-on-one match.
1: Then where does that leave the rest of Damage Control? Off the card. <laughs> really? Yeah. did Triple A say you want less is more? We need put a pin in that. We do need to talk about that. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a women's tag title match. Uh, Becky's gonna have to work her ass off though, because Lee ain't gonna be able to hang with.
2: Oh, yeah. And, and she looked look like she was in slow motion yesterday.
1: She's been looking like she's in slow motion for like the last ten years of her comebacks. Um, but I will say this: the last few moonsaults she's hit have looked way better than like the previous twenty-five. Like I kept thinking she's gonna break her neck on a couple of them, um, but her moon she hit the other night was pretty decent. But I, I have an idea. I don't know why uh-huh. I was thinking about this. Say it's the six woman tag match, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Somewhere in the match, Trish accidentally hits Becky. They still get the win. They're celebrating. Boom! Becky hits fucking manhandle slam on her. Doesn't turn heel. It's just like there's receipt, and then you get tension between Trish and Becky and leaders in the middle. Like, hey, Trish, calm the fuck down. We're tag team champions. And then telling Becky, like, hey, calm down. This is my partner. And kind of do a little program with like a little dissension in the ranks of them that would lead to the eventual tag title loss and Becky versus Trish at SummerSlam. Long-term booking, I guess.
2: I'm going to be mad at that. But... What I think is gonna happen is, why would they bring Trish back? They wouldn't bring her back for nothing. So I think it's they're leaning towards that six woman tag match. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that either. But I told you what I prefer.
1: I wouldn't mind seeing Becky and fucking Lita show up on SmackDown this Friday. You know, the tag champs, the women's tag champs are supposed to be able to go everywhere, and they've only done it once when Sasha and Bailey had it, and they went down to NXT the first time. But they never even defended it. They just went down there. But supposedly you get these tag titles you can go everywhere um it they, they did at the
2: yet. beginning because i, I want to say damage control went against uh raquel and then on smackdown it was a while ago though, like really early on and
1: really early in the
2: run yeah but yeah
1: i wouldn't mind them showing up and maybe that's how the challenge gets made who knows but i like the fact that becky's got a title again because i think she's the biggest star in that division so her having a title during WrestleMania is always a good thing. It being a tag title, I don't know. I haven't really felt her WrestleMania build, but I'm intrigued by this. The crowd loved it last night for a a long show. The crowd was pretty into it, but um, we're going to take think a break. So? Of- I feel like the crowd was
2: kind of dead. Maybe my volume wasn't up.
1: During that match, I thought they were, especially when Trish came out and then the moonsault happened in the one, two, three, but then again, like you always get kind of a a big reaction when there's a title change. Um, we're going to go to break in a second because I need to get something to drink. My mouth is extremely dry. But before we do that, you, you brought up something. You said triple. rumor has it Triple H wants a shorter card and less people to be on Wrestlemania. What are your thoughts on that? Because I got some.
2: Oh, uh, my thoughts on that. We'll get that when we come back from the break. No, we're going to do it now. I thought you said we were going to break. <laughs>
1: We're going to break after we talk about this.
2: <laughs> I'll tell yeah, you. I'll t- I, I I always thought that cramming wrestlers on there just for the sake of doing it. It's not the way to go. Like, right. WrestleMania is supposed to be something that's sacred. You earn your spot onto it. So I, I'm glad if they get away, get away from the battle role, even though they have kind of regulated that the SmackDown. But yeah, just don't shove people on the card just to shove it on. Less is more. It makes the matches that you do over have on there feel more special.
1: I completely fucking agree. Um, everybody doesn't get a trophy, you know? You can, Just because you're with WWE doesn't mean you belong on WrestleMania. 10, 15 years ago, WrestleMania was three hours. You were either in a big-time storyline, in a big-time match, or you were at the WrestleMania party before everybody else drunk by the time they got there. And that's the way it should be now. We we definitely don't need a two-day WrestleMania, right? But if you can't get in a good program with two days of WrestleMania, you don't need to be on WrestleMania. Yeah, you should have luck. Work harder. You know what I don't want to do? I don't want to watch two six-hour shows two nights in a row. I don't want to watch two three-hour shows two nights in a row at a WrestleMania. I will, but I don't want to. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather watch a four-hour WrestleMania from start to finish. Give me four good hours on a Saturday night a real good bottle of whiskey. Bam. But yeah, I, I completely agree. And for, for the people getting mad, I don't really give a shit. You're still getting paid. Whatever. All
2: right. what, what are, is it the IWC that's getting mad? Like, who's getting mad?
1: Rumor has it that there's uh, wrestlers mad about it because they're not going to be oh. on it now, you know? Otis. Hey. Somebody say Otis is back to throwing protein shakes. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> you, know what I say, you know what I say with those wrestlers? Go to go get the AEW... And beyond dark, no, don't go. to Get AEW. buried on dark. Don't go to AEW.
1: <laughs> um, but I just WrestleMania is too long, you know. And then like, think about the logistics of people that are traveling. We don't know what the card is, right? Say you only got enough. You only got enough money. You know how expensive it is to go to LA. Not everybody has enough money to travel there. Do all the other shit that's around WrestleMania. Pay for your hotel. Pay for your food. And then get two of the highest tickets. WrestleMania's has never been this expensive before from what I've seen online, right? And I, I've looked at tickets myself. So I might only have money for Sunday night because I, I know it's going to be Roman versus Cody. But what if, like, what if Charlotte's one of my favorite Not me personally. What if Charlotte's one of my favorite wrestlers? Or Becky. Or fucking uh, Rollins, you know? I want to see one of them, but I don't. Because you put all them on Saturday, but you don't tell me that until the week leading up to it when I've already got my ticket. How's that fair to people with this two-night shit?
2: You know what WWE's response to, to those two people are? Fuck them! Yeah, get your bread up, man. <laughs> and get a ticket to the next night. You tell us
1: the same thing we just told all those wrestlers. Work harder. <laughs> yeah, work harder.
2: Yeah, but I, I, I agree. But, but the, the play devil's advocate, I I kind of like that they split it up into two nights from being at home watching it on TV. It sucks if you have to actually travel there. It's because sitting there on the TV watching something seven hours long got ridiculous. Yeah. So if you are to break it up into two days and have it three, four hours each, then
1: I'm for that. Or, hear me out. I know this is a novel concept. Never been done before. Just make it one night, like four hours.
2: But the roster is a lot bigger than it was back in the nineties. You got two brands.
1: What we just talk about a second ago? Attention span. You think people can pay attention two nights at to WrestleMania? I
2: mean, it's been working the past two, three years, I guess they've been doing it now. So. I was
1: fucking falling asleep last year in my hotel room in Dallas watching the second night. Especially when Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn were out there.
2: Yeah, I mean there's really no one solution to it.
1: Imagine being left off the car in Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn and a little fucking uh, Wee Man are out there running around. <laughs> you couldn't get in the car. You know what I say? Work harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. Welcome back, Boot to the Face. Admire, go to hell. I, If you weren't here earlier, we've had all kind of technical issues with Twitch and stuff like that, and all this stuff didn't come over for some reason, and as usual, I waited until the last minute to get ready to set everything up, so I kind of panicked and just brought with me what got me to the dance. So, sorry, Admire, your shit's not on here. For whatever reason, it didn't save in my... Uh, in my little keyboard thing last week, which makes no sense. We'll figure it out today. And
2: and before we go to the next topic, there's one build of WrestleMania that I have not been liking so far. And that's how they're presenting Cody Rhodes.
1: Oh, wow. I completely disagree, but go ahead.
2: They're presenting. He doesn't feel like he's on the level with Roman right now. They're trotting him out every week. Mm -hmm. Doesn't feel special. Um, I don't think he needs to be in front of the crowd every week. Be more creative if you have to put him on TV. Have backstage segments, out arena segments. He's he's out every week wrestling, struggling against Chad Gable. How's that credible to maybe be even a takedown Roman?
1: I agree with the Chad Gable take. Um, I think he should have beat Chad Gable in like three minutes. Now, Chad Gable, really good wrestler. He doesn't win a lot. But you're not just going to dominate them. But I will say, uh, I disagree. I think I think they're doing right by Cody. Listen to the crowd. Like Everybody was worried that Cody was going to get overshadowed by Sami Zayn. There was a point last night where Jimmy Uso was out there talking and he brought up Sami Zayn's name and the crowd was kind of like, Sammy, Sammy, right? But then he brought up Cody's name. And the crowd went crazy chanting for Cody Rhodes. Like, Sam is a thing of the past almost. Like, he's good when he's there. But I think Cody is completely over. They're talking about record house show numbers because he's on them. They can't keep his merch on stand. You know, everybody loves Homelander, apparently. So, like, his merch is selling out everywhere. Um, They haven't turned on him. Like, those no-good fucking ungrateful pricks in AEW's fan base. Like, I don't know. I think... I think they're doing. I think they're doing good with Cody. I was skeptical, and they've convinced me. Like, okay, now what are we going to see when he's standing toe to toe with Roman on Friday? Because he's not the biggest Roman, and to me, his move set doesn't translate with a wrestler like Roman. But as of right now, like, he's the biggest threat to Roman since all this started. I actually think Cody could win. I haven't thought anybody else is going to beat Roman in two and a half years. Now I'm picking Roman. Spoiler alert! But I think Cody could win. So I, yeah, I disagree. But y- y- you're not the only person I've heard say that.
2: He's over. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like have the match WrestleMania feel a little bit more special. Don't have Cody out there wrestling every single week. Mm-hmm. Or if you do, like, put him in a tag match. He could have easily tag with Johnny Gargano. Ugh. Got the, got the hot <laughs> tag at the end and then <laughs> destroyed. And wait, got the wait.
1: <laughs> you saying Cody don't feel special, but you want him to tag with Johnny fucking
2: Gargano? I mean, the way the story shook out, you had Otis facing Johnny Gargano. You could just condense that match, let Cody get the hot tag, destroy whoever's in the ring, and get out of there. Instead of having him struggle with Chad Gable. I hear But I agree. You. Cody's super over up to this point. I agree with that.
1: I hear you. I definitely hear you on the, the struggling with Chad. G- and no disrespect to Chad Gable. He's fucking dope in the ring but he you know he doesn't win he's a mid-card guy that doesn't win anything and you got a guy that won the royal rumble and is going to face the most dominant champion of the past 25 years and you're struggling with chad gable you're struggling with chad gable how you gonna beat the tribal chief exactly but it's just nitpicking yeah People forget that. I, I, I agree with that Chad Gable take, though. I thought the same thing as I was watching it last night. I was like, this is taking a minute. And it wasn't even that long. It was like a six-minute match. But still, it was like he was struggling for six minutes. Yeah, just just my small gripe. Um, Speaking of people with gripes, let's get into some CM Punk versus the Elite stuff. Um, rumor has it that Kenny Omega is open-minded about going to the WWE. Now, we've we've kind of talked about this briefly, but I want to play a game, EJ. It's going to be a quick game. And I want you to pick who you would take if I told you both of their contracts were up and you could only get one for the next five to ten years. All right? Five to ten years? That's yeah. like a big yeah, five difference. You. You, for the next five years you can only get one of these people. Judging off how you feel about them right now. All right? Okay. Kenny Omega and MJF. Next five years. Ooh. Give me MJF. Kenny Omega and John Moxley.
2: Are we talking for in WWE?
1: No, we're talking AEW. AEW is trying to keep them.
2: Oh, well, then, I take back, I take back my, I want, I want, I want Kenny Omega over MJF and AEW. I, I just feel like MJF is a WWE guy.
1: All right. Omega and Moxley in AEW. Give me give me Moxley. Omega and Ricky Starks in AEW the next five years. Give me Ricky Stark omega and i'm just start making some shit up now omega and jamie hater give
2: me jamie hater because i'm building towards the future
1: omega and will hobbs give me give me omega now let's, let's talk about this we just named five people three times you picked somebody else besides kenny omega Omega started this AEW shit. This is the motherfucking things he get. This is, this was my point that I made a couple weeks ago. Omega and the elite feel so Chad Gable to me in AEW right now. Like Omega has been prominent for probably eight months out of the four years that AEW has been around the bucks like come and go. They win tag titles. They win trios titles. They're rarely in a good storyline. They're rarely on TV besides being the elite. And then they come out, they wrestle a spot monkey match, and then they leave. What's so important about them staying if Kenny Omega was to leave and if the Bucks were to leave to go to WWE? Besides it aesthetically looking bad, w- would AEW really miss him?
2: No. I don't think so. People are act like it would be the end of the world. Company would just keep rolling. Like, Kenny Omega is terrific in the ring. He just doesn't do it for me any other places. Like, to be honest, he's a New Japan guy. I don't really think he's a North American audience type of guy.
1: That's a good take. That's a good point.
2: I I don't watch Being an Elite. I don't have time to watch all that shit on YouTube. I got stuff to do. I don't get, like, their wink-wink nerd stuff that they do. Like, it's just not for me. It's not for me. Let me just say that. The company I mean, would be just fine if they went to WWE. Matter of fact, like, to be honest, people are predicting that they go to WWE. They go to WWE. I don't know how prominent they would be showcased the, on the WWE product. Like, what do you do with Omega if he goes to the WWE?
1: You put him on Up, Up, Down, Down with Xavier Woods and let him fucking take over the gaming world, I guess.
2: Exactly. I mean, he could do something with AJ Styles. But he's not he's not really good on the mic. I did enjoy his world AEW world title run just because I like, you know, when somebody's running a faction, he had the elite with the with the good brothers and I enjoy that. But he's always so awkward on the mic.
1: Oh, you mean him laying down on his back telling Don Callis that sixty nine him wasn't wasn't like a pipe bomb? You know? <laughs> See-
2: See, I I blocked that from my memory. I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that yeah. was
1: that was that was a different one. Um. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I could see happening if they went to WWE would be one, WWE not telling anybody. Two, WWE paying New Japan a shitload of money for the Bullet Club theme. And three. The bloodline beating the fuck out of somebody and the bullet club music hits and they walk out. Now, obviously the bloodline's gonna win, but I think that'd be and a it, crazy moment to happen. Um and, But and don't then, bring the Bucks. And, and, bring Tomatonga and Tonga Loa. Don't bring the Bucks. Bring bring uh the Gorillas of Destiny.
2: Well, if you did that, that would make it a, a whole lot better in my view. Yeah. But it ain't then what though after that, after they get beat up by the Bloodline.
1: I didn't go to the midcard.
2: Exactly. He can go fight. Dominic. I mean, the Bucks and the Usos—they would have some fire matches. But after that, it's not a whole lot of meat on the bone. But yeah, I don't
1: yeah. know. What
2: is this a is this a Dave Meltzer report? Like, where are we even hearing these rumors that WWE is interested in them.
1: I mean, they are. Like, they were interested when AEW started. I'm pretty sure they were interested in Cody because they got him. I'm pretty sure they would take Omega if they could get him. The Bucks, I don't know.
2: If the Bucks were in WWE, they would not be able to wrestle the style they were right now in AEW. It wouldn't, they might as well change the name. They wouldn't even be the Bucks anymore.
1: <laughs> Vince was in charge. They'd be the the Cucks. and they'd be running around. <laughs> Exactly. They'd be running around watching other people bang their wife like they tried to get Miro to do it with Lashley. Um, speaking of the bucks, they're known for their tag team prowess, the AEW tag division. Let's talk about this. My, what a fall from grace, just recent memory. EJ, you had the aforementioned young bucks. You had Kenny Omega hangman page. You had FTR. You had the Lucha bros. You had, uh, who else was good tag teams. They had there? um, fuck. I always want to call them what they weren't called. Uh, pride and powerful oh yeah um, yeah santana ortiz yeah santana ortiz you had scorpio sky and yeah scu yeah all these tag teams and the the possibilities were endless and now the ass boys are the tag champions <laughs> you got, they're looking for two more tag teams to get in this four-way and goddamn jeff jared and jay lethal win and they're looking for another tag team. I can't think of another tag team that's active right now on the AEW roster that I want to see in this match. What the fuck happened to their tag division?
2: You know, I can't even give you, like, a definitive answer to that. I mean, at one point, you know, it's a circumstance of the Trios belt. As much as I like the Trios belts, you got some of those tag teams that are in the Trios division. You got the Bucks there, House of Black. Um, I feel like I'm missing a team I'm in there that's been in there. Lucha, Lucha, World. Death Triangle, Death Triangle, Death Triangle, and then other circumstance of injuries. Um, what, I don't even know what happened to Scorpio Sky. What happened to him? He's hurt. Um, what are the tag teams? Well, oh, you still got Sting and Darby somewhere floating out there.
1: It's not a tag team, though. What is it? That's fucking Sting trying to keep a troubled youth from like hurting himself. The best way let's, to do is keep a fucking eye on them and like let them let them get beat up in front of you instead of letting them go off by himself, getting thrown down fucking steps or something like that.
2: But let's let's really break this down. What tag team that was there a year and a half ago are like just gone, straight up gone? FTR.
1: You think they're gone?
2: I haven't heard anything. They're any. not on
1: TV. They're just tweeting all the time, doing a fucking podcasts.
2: That would be a, a big blow if they leave. But who knows? Isn't there supposed to be a joker tomorrow on the the battle royale?
1: Yeah, there usually is. Okay. This you think it's FTR? Be... You're going. you going to predict that it's FTR.
2: I say it's a sixty percent chance it's FTR. If it's not, then it's going to get. They're going to get probably booed out of the
1: building. I think it's going to be D'Lo Brown and the Godfather. He's going to
2: bring out the whole train too. <laughs> yes, that whole train. There. It might be. It might be D'Lo Brown and Mark Herring. weren't they a tag team?
1: <laughs> yeah, they all were in the nation at one point. D'Lo's got to wear a yeah. chest protector though. Exactly. Get the head bobbling. <laughs> yeah, their tag divisions in the shits right now. Um, only thing worse than their tag division is Soraya in the ring. Uh, and that's bad. Hot take. Hot that's, take. Is that hot? You you watch her wrestle. Is that really a hot take that she sucks? I didn't, I didn't really pay attention there. Did she wrestle recently? She wrestled last week. And I'm not even talking about, like, you know, the buzzword in the wrestling community is go-away heat, right? Because we, we're supposed to know the difference between people not liking you because they're supposed to not like you and people not liking you because you suck, right? I think she's got the go-away heat. I think, I think she sucks, and people don't want to see her on TV. Um, and this is just – she was never that good. And people just, for whatever reason – were told they were supposed to like her when she was in WWE and she kept getting hurt. I think if she wouldn't have got hurt, people would have turned on a long time ago. She's not good. She's really not. She sucks on the mic. Absolute garbage Paige here. Yeah. Yeah, she sucks. Baby girl, that baby girl shit. Shut the fuck up.
2: I'm tired of it. I like to form my own opinions. So, and to be honest, every time she comes on TV, I usually looking at my phone. So next time she's on TV, I'm going to really sit down and analyze if she's good or not and then come back to you.
1: That tells you everything you need to know right there, EJ, what you (laughs) just said. Every time she comes on TV, you look at your phone. Yeah. What is there to look at? There's no football on right now. What are you looking at? You checking email? You doing work? Not looking at page.
2: That was kind of a uh, tongue-in-cheek comment, but but, (laughs) but yeah.
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, you might be right. The best thing about Soraya is Tony Storm comes out with her. It's the only reason I watch segments with her. is because Tony Storm is there. By the way, EJ, I don't have my TV on right now because I'm trying to give you my undivided attention. You and the listeners are boot to the face because God knows that NXT distracts the shit out of me. <laughs> uh,
2: I think I know why. If you want to know why, go back and check out the last 80 Proof episode.
1: <laughs> Wrestle a um, porn star. I'll tell you why. Uh, They got good storylines in NXT like this one with Grayson Waller and Shawn mm. Michaels. Um, I'm team Grayson Waller. Anybody that shits on Shawn Michaels, I'm a fan of because to me, Shawn Michaels is a piece of shit. Always has been. Motherfucker lied about the Montreal Screwdrop for 20 years. All of a sudden, he found God. Now he's like, you know what, Brett? I was in on it. Brett was like, bitch, I know.
2: Hey, Shawn Michaels ain't no snitch. Vince told him not to tell, so. This was going by Vince's word. He's probably I'm always Team Michael. Brett
1: Bret Hart said, you know, Vince, you know, me and Big Kev and Scott Hall were still cool, and they told me Brett was coming to WCW with the title. So, when I fight him in Montreal, you, we better make some shit shake. And Vince was like, you know what, pal? You're right. What are we gonna do? <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna put his ass in the sharpshooter. He just rang the fucking bell. Then you can blame it all on me. That's how it hey, went down. I saw, team, I saw the whole damn thing. That's how it happened.
2: I'm team HBK. Fuck Bret Hart in that situation. Bret Hart's the biggest mark in wrestling.
1: Bret Hart drop is the, the man. Drop Bret the title, Hart title is belt the like greatest you're supposed technical to and quit crying. You know what we were robbed of, EJ? What's we were that? robbed of prime Bret Hart versus Prime Kurt Angle. Fucking robbed, man.
2: I mean, how, how, how were we robbed of that?
1: Because Bret Hart was the best technical wrestler in the world, and wrestling machine Kurt Angle was a different fucking level. Like, wrestling machine Kurt Angle, when he first cut his bald head off and stopped being a dork, and he just came out to like, he started putting that mouthpiece in and whoop ass. See, him versus Bret. Bret was pretty vicious too towards the end. His heel run before he left to go to WCW, like Bret was a vicious wrestler too. That would have been so good to see them go at it. By the time Kurt Cut his ball head off.
2: Even if Brett didn't get hurt, he would have been out of his prime by then. True,
1: but he still it still would have been. Even early Kurt Angle though, early Kurt he Angle, was, he was fighting the Rock. That would have been good. I don't, I
2: don't. We we would have got early. We would have got early Kurt versus Brett. But it was Brett's decision to leave. Nobody told his ass to go to WCW. Vince did. He said, "Go if if you want to get paid more."
1: All right, you walk in your office tomorrow, and your boss says, "Hey, you got this offer from." The law firm down the street, they're going to pay you twice as much as what I'm paying now. You want to get paid more, go there. But if you want to stay here and be a good team player, what the fuck you going to do?
2: If if he, if he loves the wrestling business like he said he does, if he's such a mark, then take the pay cut and do what you love to do in the WWF. He was still wrestling. All right, well, go to WCW and get your head kicked off by Will Gold, Goldberg.
1: Clearly, have he not that was gonna. So you're blaming Bret Hart for Goldberg being a piece of shit wrestler.
2: Hey, that's the risk you take when you go to a company that puts a bunch of green wrestlers on the screen. Goldberg wasn't green.
1: He'd been wrestling for like four years by then.
2: No, he he was wrestling like a year. He came like in '97. He's wrestling like a year. Goldberg and a half.
1: had Goldberg had already been the world champion twice over by then. He's over a he hundred matches. He was green when he won the title. We talked about this on. He heard anybody a else. episode. I mean he, Goldberg's Goldberg still fucking Goldberg still green. He almost decapitated Undertaker. <laughs> All mean? these years <laughs> later, Goldberg still can't fucking wrestle. That ain't the point. <laughs> the point is Bret Hart's greater than Shawn Michaels any day of the week, twice on Sunday.
2: Give me, give me HBK. Yeah.
1: Goldberg debuted June twenty third, nineteen ninety seven. He. Kicked Bret Hart in the face in like 2002 or some shit. Like, no, it no was like 2000.
2: WCW was over by
1: 2000. Yeah, that's right. It was like 2000. So he that for three was like, years.
2: He was, he was like a power plant guy, and they threw him right on TV. He shouldn't have been world champion in '98.
1: 70,000 people in the Georgia Dome on a fucking Monday night Nitro would disagree with you.
2: He was, he was on fire. but That doesn't mean make him a world champion. Why not? And that's what. And that's why That's what we thats that. what
1: we want everybody to do now, right? Like, when somebody gets over and the crowd gets behind them, we want the belt put on them. Why do people want Sami Zayn to win? Neck
2: want that to happen. And now look at WCW. It's not a company anymore. So that, you, you know how, why yeah, that like,
1: happened. You watched that fucking <laughs> NWO documentary. That happened because of racist-ass Hulk Hogan didn't want to put my boy Stinger over.
2: And, yeah, he wanted to put Goldberg over in the Georgia Dome.
1: Yeah, he didn't have a choice. He couldn't fucking play that card anymore. He'd already played it, and he saw how that turned out. So he's pro- he probably didn't want to, but he saw how that worked out when he did that in the biggest storyline ever, and made such a clusterfuck out of it. Then bring his lying ass on that fucking documentary. Oh, I I, 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 shut the fuck up.
2: That's not gonna work for me, brother.
1: I really don't like Hulk Hogan. There ain't a lot of people I can say like I hate, but I, I've always not liked Hulk Hogan. Then to find out he was racist on top of that? Then to find out he fucked over the stinger at Starrcade 97? It's supposed to be Sting's biggest moment? I gotta go to school the next day hearing all these people talking about, Hogan really won? Take that scorpion shirt off? Shut up. F- fucking pass out dead drops like now, later. They were flaming you like that at school? Man, he was talking some shit. Take that fucking, take the the Puka shell necklace off. I'm, I
2: remember that. But I didn't know they was blaming you. I
1: didn't
2: know they was blaming you for your skin shirt
1: and He was talking all kind of shit to me the next day. That motherfucker walking around with Hulk Hogan do rags on and shit. I had to deal with that shit. Too. But Sting's a the champ. They was like, yeah, right. Then he got stripped of the title that night. Then I got to wait till Super Brawl before he wins it back. Like, I, you know, it was supposed to be a good time in my life, and Hogan fucked it all up. It was a big mess. Yeah, WCW went right down the fucking drain after that. All because of selfish-ass Hulk Hogan.
2: You do like a whole side podcast, Rise and Fall of WCW. Tragic.
1: We just call it Hulk Hogan. Literally, the Rise and Fall of WCW. He fucking brought him up to a different level when he got there, and him being selfish fucking killed it all. And took him down. Yep. The NWO was so fucking cool back then though.
2: But for I don't want to give Hulk Hogan any props. He was the right dude to be in the NWO. It would have been terrible if they would have put Sting in it. That you don't shit. know that.
1: Mm. You can't I say think, that. I
2: think if you think look Sting, at if you look Sting at Sting was st- the perfect anti hero for that situation. True.
1: I think I don't think Hogan would have been good in Sting's place as Sting yeah. could have been in Hogan's place though. Sting could have pulled it off. They but. also had Luger. Luger was real over during the end. At one point, Luger won the fucking world title from Hogan because he was so fucking over because Sting wasn't wrestling. Hogan won wanted back
2: yeah. like five days later. I'm going to say he, Luger had it for a cup of coffee.
1: Yeah, but Luger was... You go back and watch Luger win that world title on Monday Night Raw, like that crowd lost their shit. When Luger was putting motherfuckers in the torture rack every Monday, he was over. But I think if you look at Sting's career after that, and you look at the characters he's played since then I think he could have been a good heel he was a good heel in the main event mafia nobody saw it because he was in fucking TNA he was good he was good at the Joker stuff you know I think Sting could have pulled it off but like you said who would have been opposite of him I think Sting was the perfect Sting's character and him as fucking the WCW guy was perfect to be the one that went up against NWO eventually and that storyline was really good I mean you think about it Sting was the first guy to fucking confront Scott Hall when he came out yeah, like he, he was fucking leading the charge so yeah you're right like would he have worked as the heel probably but there wouldn't have been anybody like him to be the the foil for it yeah and like you said Hogan definitely wouldn't have worked in that spot now people were tired of Hogan by then that's why he turned the heel there's another thing Sting was supposed to be the guy Hogan just shows up at the building and says nah it's me <laughs>
2: no uh, from what they from what I understood because I heard that I heard your version of it too from what I understood it was supposed to be Hogan and Sting was supposed to be the backup plan if Hogan didn't want to do it
1: no they said on the uh the fucking thing it was going to be Sting and Hogan called Bischoff and was like I want it to be me and so they told like Bischoff said this himself on that documentary it was going to be Sting and then then Sting became the backup plan if Hogan got cold feet which they thought he was gonna get but as Mm. far as I remember on that documentary like it was gonna be Sting as the guy Mm. that was why Sting started growing his hair out darker like that cause he was gonna turn heel ah gotcha I just think
2: Sting could've pulled it off but I think Hulk Hogan was the perfect person that role cause he's a he's a real life asshole he's just playing himself in real life
1: um Tony Khan made an announcement last week EJ Mm-hmm. Two twofold this announcement was Adam Cole's returning to the ring and sometime in March there's going to be a behind the scenes TV show of AEW following Dynamite um, was this announcement warranted for him to make such a big deal about it like they did on social media do you not care are you used to Tony Khan announcements like going over like a fart in church and what do you think about the TV show like behind the scenes.
2: Yeah. Um, it's good that you have more content out there, you know, to spread your wings to say to to say the least, but um, I don't care. (laughs) I'm not gonna watch it, but you know, having more content out there is a not a bad thing, even though I doubt they're gonna get high ratings. I don't like I don't watch like a lot of the out of ring like reality stuff like I've never been a Total Divas watcher or Total Bellas watcher. Total Divas was so, like shit. Oh, yeah? Man, yeah. I'm not going to watch this AEW thing, but if it, you know, reaches out to fans who may not watch AEW originally, more power to them. But, yeah, it wasn't a bigger deal as Tony Khan thought it, I thought he was going to have, like, a groundbreaking announcement, like, screaming deal or something like that.
1: I don't think it's going to be, like, Total Divas. I think it's going to be... uh like, we all like these documentaries, right? Like, one of my favorite things about WrestleMania is a couple months after WrestleMania, they do, like, the day of where they follow, like, three superstars around. I don't know if you've ever watched any of them. Those are those are really well done. Um, I think it's going to, I don't know. I think it's going to be more like that. I think it's going to be more like documentary style where they're just following guys around. Not necessarily reality TV, but just like a, a behind the gorilla position type thing. If it's like that, I'm all for it. But if it's like you say, where it's like a reality show and it's scripted, I don't really give a shit. Like bring the Bellas back. I'll watch them. I don't want to see nobody in AEW doing that. But a behind-the-scenes thing, I I'd, I'd be down for.
2: I gotta see. I gotta hold my my criticism and judgment for after they wrote the first episode. They'll yeah. tell me all I need to know. But like, even if you're doing that, the way you described it, like, are you just doing it for like regular dynamites, like? <laughs>
1: I, it wouldn't be bad like uh, <clears throat> like if they did the previous week's Dynamite like behind the scenes after this week's Dynamite goes off. I wouldn't be mad at that.
2: Yeah, I feel and like they would get redundant after a while because like you said, WWE does it for like the big events like WrestleMania, you know, it's all, you know, WrestleMania is WrestleMania. It's the granddaddy of them all or SummerSlam. Like they do it like once every now and then. They have it on weekly. You don't think that might get repetitive after a while
1: not if they're making storylines out of it also you know have motherfuckers bumping into each other backstage and next thing you know they're fighting next week they're like hey this is this is what happened this is why we're having this match and then you go to to last week and fucking hangman page is back there trying to have a drink and evil uno bumps into him spills his fucking drink on his ropers you know can't do that shit can't spill drinks on a cowboy's boots Show, show the me, fight show
2: me the footage from Brawl Out,
1: and I'm all in. <laughs> Damn, Brawl Out and all in—you got all the shit in there. Also, I yeah, I think CM is. Punk's coming back.
2: Just you think so?
1: Yeah, I I th- I think I think it's already done. I think as soon as he's healthy enough to come back, he's coming back. You're gonna have him and FTR versus the Elite and the Bucks. From the rumor is that uh, Tony Khan added. Kenny Omega's injury time onto the end of his contract. By the way, when WWE would do this, the neckbeards would shit on them for it. They didn't say shit about Tony Khan doing it to Omega. Oh,
2: it's okay when Tony Khan does it. Shame on you, Vince.
1: Um, we got to get to our power rankings and our final black history superstar spotlight. But before we do that, I want to give a couple shout outs, EJ. Um, friend of the show, Doug Halliday, artist. He's been on the Chris Rucker show. He drew a, I don't know if you ever saw this or not, but he drew a picture of me. I had on like, it's a caricature. I had on like Sting face paint, a boot to the face shirt, some fucking Jordans holding a baseball bat and a boot to the face ring. Uh, if nobody knows what I'm talking about, I'll put the picture in the Discord later, which you can find on our link tree. Uh, he's having some health issues, really serious. So, sending our uh, T's and P's up to Doug. Up up in Newfoundland, Canada, uh, you know, fuck cancer, basically. Yeah, um, Definitely sending positive vibes, his direction. Also, if you're into, this is for admire. If you're in, admire and joy, Delorme, both of you right now should go to funky hippo apparel. I don't know the actual website, but Google funky hippo apparel. Doug actually made the Ray Mysterio shirt that you'll see the new day wearing on TV all the time the new MJF button down that just says I'm better than you going everywhere his company made that Funky Hippo Apparel is his company so Admire and DeLorm I know for a fact the two guys that would like the style of clothing that Doug does there so they could use uh whatever support y'all want to give them if y'all want to buy a shirt buy a shirt you just want to check out the website tell people how great the clothing is do that but check them out and then shout out to other friend of the show it's not official yet but i i kind of got the uh the word that all elite wrestling has offered ashley dambwas a full-time contract to be a wrestler that now she told us on the show she'd be in costa rica right now so she's over there like doing her her uh I don't even want to say a hippie thing because that sounds rude, but, you know, during the positivity, what you call it, a positivity excursion or some shit like that. Something like that. Anyway, she's over there doing that. But congrats to Ashley. You know, I thought she was going to get signed by Impact when she did a thing there. But getting signed by AEW, like that's that's pretty fucking it's a pretty big deal. So congrats to friend of the show, Ashley damn boss. We're going to have to get her back on here now before Tony tells if she can't talk to people like us. Exactly, definitely.
2: Yeah, <laughs> shout out to her. Like second biggest company in the second biggest wrestling organization in the country. Um you got the talent, Tony Khan. Now highlight them.
1: I, I have to say this. Mickey James was on our show. Two weeks later she was back on Monday Night Raw. They weren't using her. Lisa Marie Varen was on our show. A few months later she was in the fucking Royal Rumble. Ashley dan Boss is on our show. Literally, weeks later, she gets signed by AEW. Come fuck with your boys. That's all I got to say. Come what on, boot to the face, and good things will happen to you.
2: With a good luck, chucker podcast.
1: Yeah. Alicia Toot was on our show. Next thing you know, she's on OnlyFans with fucking Selena De DeLaRenta.
2: See there? Got the golden touch, baby.
1: Yeah. Only bad, I wouldn't say bad. The only one that didn't work out was Heidi Katrina. She ended up getting injured shortly after. And COVID happened and she went back to the UK. But she was killing in the UK and then she got injured. But everybody else, fucking aces. So all you wrestlers out there, if you can hear me, come on here. Let me let us talk to you. Next thing you know, good things will happen to you. EJ, your Never. Black History Month wrestler, superstar, spotlight is
2: So I'm kind of cheating for the last one of the month because it's the last one, Black History Month. I got two ladies in there, but they go hand. AJ,
1: I already—you just stole mine.
2: They got uh, they the first black ladies to the the (laughs) the main event at WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Bianca Belair and Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks. It was a historic moment, man. Like you saw Mercedes tear up in the ring right before the match. And that's historic, man. Well, yeah, you go for not having women on the card, what, like 10 years prior, maybe 15 years prior for them main event, and that was big. And to have two black women, it's even more mage. So shout out to them.
1: I'm gonna go off the top of my head because you just stole mine. You literally stole mine. That's um. crazy. <laughs> I'm going to do, I looked up just now and I saw Kofi Kingston on the shoulders of the New Day. Um, I could easily talk about the New Day, how they're a black trio and two of them have been WWE champion, Kofi being the first African-born WWE champion, but I'm not even going to do that. That's too easy. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to talk about What's some that? truth. As in Ron the Truth Killings, Our truth first ever black NWA world heavyweight champion to hold the 10 pounds of gold. Currently, currently, the longest tenured WWE active wrestler on the roster right now because John is not active anymore. Undertaker's gone. Nobody that's in the ring has been there as long as Ron The Truth Killings has. The most championships ever won by WWE superstar. He's like a 74-time 24 7 i-70 <laughs> northwest intercontinental heavyweight champion 53 years old i think now
2: yeah yeah not to mention that black don't crack man he still look like he's twenty something year old he looks the exact
1: in. same as he did back then wrapped with tupac by the way uh speaking of our truth if you can find the episode of the new days podcast with our truth on there one, it's fucking hilarious. Um, it's a little dated because it's back when AJ Styles is running around talking about the house that AJ built. And Truth was like, <laughs> Truth's following AJ around, like talking about he wants to remodel his house and shit, like trying to figure out what the price is. It's like, you say you build houses. You'd have to listen to him do it. But then he gets into how he got into wrestling. And apparently he was running around with Tupac before he went to jail. And when he got out of jail, he found out that, or some guy found out that he was athletic and wanted to try him out for wrestling. That's how he got discovered for wrestling, but he used to rap with Tupac. That's how old this guy is. Yeah. I've heard that story too. Yeah. He looks younger than me, but if you can find that episode of the new day podcast with our truth on it, I recommend you listen to it. It is fucking hilarious. And you'll have a newfound respect for, uh, excuse me for our truth. So, our truth is my Black History Superstar spotlight for the last day of February, February 28th, last day of Black History Month. Definitely gotta check that out. Power rankings, EJ, let's get it. I'll go first. What you got? I, came pre- I came prepared this week. I actually okay. wrote my power rankings down like 20 minutes before the show started. Progress. Yeah, I'm surprised, yeah. Well, man. One of these days, I'm gonna have this shit laminated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna print. I'm gonna tweet it out before points. the show goes on. There, uh, my number. My number five is kind of a joke. Yeah, but not really. Um, but I'm gonna go with it. Number five power rankings. Not John Moxley. But John Moxley's cut man. We were talking about we were talking about boxing earlier. This guy's an MVP. John Moxley bleeds twice a week. So for him to be able to sew this motherfucker up and let him walk around looking like a normal human being, like, why is this guy cutting his forehead open
2: every day? I don't I don't know. He bleeds every week. If it's a Moxley match, you're gonna see blood.
1: Now, I'm not offended like some people are like they gotta get john moxley a psychiatrist we think he's addicted to blading and okay whatever like it doesn't offend me like that but it means less like if you're just constantly bleeding to, i think now moxley's got the type of personality that people talk about it so much i think he does it on purpose now oh, just because people talk about it but when you bleed in a match with evil uno like sorry <laughs> He tricked. He tricked me
2: too. Like I'm like, all right. He got through the whole match and he didn't bleed. He said, like, "I got some. Like, I got some for you. I'm gonna bleed after the match." He looked down in the camera. And said, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, at this point, like you said, it's not. It's not special anymore. If it's a Moxley match, we can expect blood. Am I? I go. I'm um, snake.
1: Eight, right, five so and four. What's that? You're number five and you're number four.
2: So, like, it wasn't a, a whole lot going on in the in the ring this past week. So, a lot of my list is champion heavy besides my number five pick. And I also had Mr. Bleeding himself, John Moxley, at number five. He put the beats on Evil Uno. I've never seen a dude bleed through his mask like that. <laughs> was it Evil knows
1: blood or was it Moxley's blood?
2: Yeah, who knows? Have been but yeah, I got John Moxley in my number five.
1: Cause it doesn't make sense for a motherfucker with a master blade.
2: Hey, when he you could tell when he did it though. Evil when he fell out the ring, he disappeared, and that's when he did it.
1: He's probably catching his breath. He hadn't wrestled in a long time.
2: Yeah, except for Orlando and Dark. Um, my number four. I'm going with Mister Freshly Squeeze. Orange Cassidy. Mm. He had a bang of a match with uh my boy, uh, Wheeler Yuta. That was a that was fire a, master. That was a match. really good match. They put on a show, and and quietly, Orange Cassidy has had a hell of a run with that uh, All Atlantic title. Every match he puts on has been. I haven't had seen a bad match with Orange Cassidy since he's been the champion. So, you that's know, my number four pick.
1: I feel like Orange Cassidy is one of those guys that. Yeah. Um, his gimmick and his him being so over overshadows like how good in the ring he really is. Like if you like just watch him wrestle with all, all the bullshit, like he's really fucking good. Like the speed go. at which he does stuff. um, The fact he can do some with his hands in his pockets like Orange Cassidy's the man. Uh I was going to put him on my list, but I wanted to be funny and put John Moxley's cut, man, but Orange Cassidy would (laughs) have been my number five. Uh, My number four. I've shit on this guy for years. He's basically the, the, the Nick Jackson, the Jeff Hardy, the Shawn Michael. I mean, the Marty Jannetty (laughs) of the Usos. Jimmy Uso came out, cut a good promo on SmackDown last week with Sami Zayn. Um, cut a really good promo on Monday. I think I think we talked about how Dawkins is feeling the pressure with Montez Ford. I think if anybody's feeling the pressure, is Jimmy Uso. Like, I think he's realizing that his brother is way more over than he is, and now he's got to do something to shine, and I think he's stepping up. And then him and Solo winning the tag title, not tag title, winning the tag match against the Street Profits yesterday, uh, proving that he can team with anybody in his family and be really good so shout out to jimmy uso he's my number four my number three your impact world heavyweight champion defeated rich swan in the main event of impacts uh was it no surrender that was this week no surrender this weekend um josh alexander this dude you know if you can look past the mouth guard the bald head and the singlet and say quit saying he's trying to be like kurt angle you realize this guy can fucking wrestle
2: uh-huh. I, really I don't know how our lists always end up with similar people because we don't talk about this beforehand i don't know i guess it's just how the cards fall like it's a black you got certain matches, but uh going back to the jimmy thing is it like an inside joke uh montez was saying something about jay's rating being 90 is that like an inside joke that i missed or something like that
1: also the wwe released the uh the superstar ratings for the new video game and it was a show on YouTube and I just happened to see this on Twitter they had Jimmy and Jay getting in basically they had a bunch of people come through Becky Lynch Bobby Lashley like a bunch of people came through they talked to a comedian and he told them what their ratings were so they had the Usos out there and they had the same rating the previous years like every year they were the exact same rating well this year Jimmy got an 89 and Jay got a 90 Jay was talking shit to him about it, like making fun of him. So Jay's rated higher on WWE two K 23 than Jimmy is.
2: That's a high rating. Jimmy better step it up, like you say. Probably yeah. feeling that fire.
1: Main event Jay.
2: So my number three, I have Mrs. Hardcore Country Mickey James defending her impact knockouts championship against Marshall Samovich in a hell of a match. Um, I enjoyed the review overall, the special impact special. Um, so I'm kind of confused, though. Is the last rodeo over?
1: So Yeah, the last rodeo was basically, I want to fight to work my way up to the title. And if somebody beats me on the way to the championship, I'll retire. And now she didn't get beat. So she's the champion. She's still going to retire more than likely before the end of the year. Uh, which sucks because Sting said he was going to retire too. So two of my all-time favorite wrestlers are retiring now. Now, I shouldn't say it sucked because I got way more trade on those tires than what I thought I was going to get, especially with Sting. Um, but the last rodeo itself is over. The last rodeo was a, a road to the world title match or to retirement.
2: I know Mickey's been putting years and years of work in, but why retire, if you still got it, like, why don't you just scale back a little bit and come out and wrestle? If Lita could do it, Mickey James can sure as hell do it.
1: I think, and I don't. I don't know this. I think she might be one of those people that loves it like a lot. So coming back sporadically would just like ignite the fire again, and before you mm-hmm. know it, she'd end up <laughs> fucking full time again and she said that she wanted to like spend more time with her family. And I know her and her husband just bought a big farm up in Nashville and shit like that. So now again, I don't know. This It's just me speculating. I'd imagine she wants to do that kind of stuff more. And you know, you got to think 20, 25 years of wrestling, like takes a toll on you. Like walk away when you are still at the top of your game. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people stick around too long <laughs> to take her. Um, a lot of people stick around too long true
2: i mean you can look at it in both ways like you said take her falling off but then like sting now we go crazy for sting matches in the year of 2023 of our lord so but like you said she might like want to go all in or nothing like she doesn't want to be a shell of herself so but we're gonna enjoy it while she's still here Fuck yeah, so man. now number two pick is Mr. Josh Alexander, your Impact World Champion. You already spoke on it. He had a great match with Rich Swan. Um, I don't really see an end game for his uh title reign though. He's been built as being unbeatable, but he's a hell of a wrestler in the ring. So I'm, kind of, I'm curious to see what they go to next with him.
1: I don't see anybody in AW. in Impact they can beat him. Yeah, he's like been made to. He's like the Brown Breaker Impact. <laughs> Also, you talked about this a second ago. Like, I think next week we need to make it a point to let people know how good Impact has been like. They got some bullshit on there, you know. They got the Death Dolls. They got Sammy Callahan. They got PCO. Like, they they got some bullshit on there. But I enjoy got some, PCO. I guess you know different strokes.
2: <laughs> but Man, you got it's remarkable. He's he's the tag team champion back there, like '95 yeah <laughs> and he's still of, out one there of with the Mounties yeah doing moon the moonsaults with his big ass
1: yeah just um but they got some really good pro you know the Bully Ray shit that's trash Bully Ray's trash um yeah, I don't but like on top that. of that like they got really good stuff going on you know you got the Bully Club over there you got obviously Mickey Jen- their women's division I like a lot for the most part obviously they got some shit over there that you know is Different strokes, different folks type stuff too. Their women's division's really good. Their X division's really good. Their X division champion Trey is really good. Um, the world champion's really good. Like they, they got a lot of good stuff going on. It's just not a lot of people are seeing it. And that access sucks. TV. Nobody yeah. has access TV. That sucks. 'Cause they're working their asses off over there. And Impact, like Impact's been around longer than WCW. I know. That's crazy to think about. By like, almost double the time now. Yeah, WCW with
2: eighty eight was their first official year. Because before that, they were Jim Crockett, and they only lasted till two thousand one. So yeah, yeah, they almost doubled it.
1: <laughs> and Impact just every time people oh you still watch Impact? Impact sucks. And then next thing you know, they fucking are killing it again. And then people complain, and you know oh, you're sitting front row of Impact. There's probably only three rows behind you. Like, how about you shut the fuck up? If you don't like it, just shut up.
2: Yeah, you, you don't have to the, go see I, it. Friday is my wrestling day. Like, I just, I do Impact. I watch Impact right before SmackDown and just watch Rampage after that knock it all out. Impact is always a good watch.
1: I figured you'd be out opinion, running the least. streets, EJ. What's that? I figured you'd be out running the streets on Friday nights. I left that street life behind me. Oh, yeah? What's her name?
2: <laughs> let's just talk about your number two pick
1: a tag team your new women's tag champions Becky Lynch and Lita um, a good match I'm, I really want to see Becky Lynch and Io Shirai in a program I, I, it doesn't even have to be a program just let them have matches like I don't know something about them two in the ring last night like I, I enjoyed the chemistry they had I thought they they looked good last night in the ring together. Um, they could just be me because I'm a fan of both of them. But I also think Becky needs her fucking props too. Like when she was the man the first to go around, I'm a big fan of Becky Lynch, but I would have been the first one to tell you back then. She was not the best wrestler. Like everything she did looked like she needed like one extra step. She was a little unorthodox. And I think since she's come back, She's way better in the ring than she was. Um, I think she. I don't think she could carry a match back then, but I think she could carry one now, depending on who she's wrestling. Not. De- I'm sorry, independent of who she's wrestling, I think she can carry a match on anybody now.
2: I don't. Yeah, I would, I agree with that. I'm trying to think of somebody who would just mess it up for anybody, but I can't think of <laughs> any other Charlotte. I was going to say that, but you said it instead of me. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I feel like Becky at this point can carry pretty much anybody on that roster, on the main roster.
1: My number one power ranking for this week, February 28th. Um, no, She's the first woman to ever win Divas, WWE, Women's, and Impact's knockout championship. Uh she's a eleven time champion now, I believe. Completed the last rodeo, defeated Masha Slamovich. Masha tried to play mind games with Mickey. She bit her tongue, EJ. Yeah,
2: that was gross. I dug it though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um in a really good match. Uh I don't know, I just I call it a goat. And this is why. My number one on top of the power rankings this week is hardcore country herself, Mickey James.
2: The goat. Yeah. Like 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 I said earlier, I don't know how we always get the same people on our list, because we don't talk about this beforehand. But I got my number one pick, I have Becky and Lita for winning the women's tag team championship. You mm. already spoke on it. Becky Lynch is that woman in the ring. She, she's her. And I just hope they give her a good WrestleMania match. Wherever they go, what direct, whatever direction they go in, whether it's the Becky, or Shayna, or the six Woman
1: Do you think it's really the Ric Flair effect as to why WWE constantly like shoves Charlotte down people's throat and not giving them Becky? I feel like it's nepotism. You think that's just just the answer? You don't think it's like... Maybe they think Charlotte's more athletic. Maybe they think she carries herself better as a champion. Like, I don't like Charlotte, right? But I'll give her this. She dresses really well. She does carry herself like a champion. Like, she always looks like a fucking star anytime you see her. Um, Not saying that Becky doesn't. I'm saying Charlotte does fit the mold. But... I just don't get it, like, I don't get how she just comes back, wins the title, gets a one-on-one WrestleMania match, meanwhile, Becky's been here, you know, she she was injured, rushed back from the injury, and now she's going to be in a, now, it's a prominent match, you get to team up with Lita and Trish Stratus, right, like, at WrestleMania, yeah, that's cool, but Becky's only had two one-on-one matches at WrestleMania in her whole career,
2: that doesn't do her justice i don't think i i think it's like you said like charlotte is the equivalent of that prototypical what would be the male equivalent like a roman reigns Mm -hmm. she just has the look she has the the look that they're going for and she's athletic but i don't think she has the substance to her like a becky does i i don't i don't want to see charlotte flair I and the one-on-one match over Becky. But that's what we're getting. So, it is what it is.
1: I think as far as the Ric Flair part of it goes, I think that's more the fans than it is the WWE. I think the WWE uses that reaction, even though they know that it's because, like, you see Charlotte Flair, you woo, right? Because she's Ric Flair's kid. So, that automatically is a reaction. And then she gets a big pop because it's Charlotte Flair. Like, you know you're going to woo. Right, so that's a big re I think the flare, the flare effect, is more on the fans than it is the office. I think the office react to how the fans react to them. She gets like a, I'd say a, a legacy pop. That's it's a cheap pop though. It is, but it's sustainable. It's been happening for years. It's not like she comes out and says, Atlanta, Georgia. You know, like she just literally walks out and she gets a legacy pop because she's Ric Flair's kid. And then she, you know, I don't think she's that good in the ring, but some people do. And then she puts on quote-unquote good matches. Carries herself right. like a star. Always looks good. Always looks the part. Like, she's doing her part for it. I'm, I'm not going to shit on her at all for it. Like, she's doing what she's supposed to do. But I don't see it. You don't see it. There's other people that don't. There's people that fucking love Charlotte, though. But for her to just waltz back in get the title... I feel like she hadn't even been on TV. She she hasn't really. Her first and interaction like, with Rhea I, Ripley was her and Dom.
2: And, and how far can a legacy pop take you, though? Like, you get the built-in woos, whether she's a heel or face. But then when she gets in the ring, like, I haven't heard her got, like, a raucous pop from the fans from her, like, in-ring work or a promo from her. So, like, she's just there.
1: She's a champion. She's always a champion. Now, she's won, what, 14 times now? Yeah, we don't care either. <laughs> we don't, but it's still like a, it's a number that she can boast that nobody else can. There's not another woman wrestler that's won that many championships.
2: She's just cruising and coasting at this point, and WWE are just riding away with her, which is lazy, I think.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't I, I just don't when you have you know WWE had the Rock and Stone Cold at the same time and I'm not comparing them to the Rock and Stone Cold. But when you have Becky Lynch and Charlotte at the same time and, and Sasha Banks to an extent, I think you gotta you gotta find a way. You can't just take one and try your best to make them more important when the fans are saying no, we like we like Becky. And you're like, no, but like Charlotte's Ric Flair's kid. (laughs) Like we don't give a fuck. Like we like the man. You're like, yeah, but her dad was the man. (laughs) It's like, we don't care. We want the Irish last kicker. Yeah, but she's Charlotte Flair. I don't know. You can't. Again, that, and that backlash isn't mean shit because Charlotte's still getting a baby face response now. True.
2: And what do you think? Uh, Bianca fits in the She's a. She's not in that class uh, per se. But what do you think, Bianca? Kind of. She kind of throws a wrench in, like the way Brecky could be propped up right now.
1: Man, I wish you would have asked me that question 30 minutes ago when we had time to talk about it. I I think. I think Bianca could be one of the most athletically gifted women WWE has ever had. I think she could be one of the best wrestling women WWE's ever had. I think WWE does not know how to book Bianca. She's been the champion right. since WrestleMania of last year. She's won the title two times at WrestleMania. Back to is it back to back? No, it couldn't have been back yeah. to back. it's back had. to back. Is it was back to back? Okay, yeah. she she won back-to-back back WrestleMania World Title matches. And I don't think either title reign really meant anything. She had great matches with Sasha. She had great matches with Becky. But I feel like she's always second fiddle to who she's going up against. And then she wins. But it doesn't feel like she wins. It feels like she's just kind of there. And honestly, I think think they should turn her heel.
2: Mm, I would like to see that. I also think idea. she should
1: get rid of the ponytail. I think they rely too much on the ponytail when it comes to, like, I was watching her and Becky from WrestleMania last year and Becky used the ponytail like five or six times in a minute. I think they rely on her ponytail too much for spots and I think she's good enough to where she doesn't need to do that. So I think that's one thing they could get rid of. I think turn her heel, get her back to her EST character in NXT. Um, but the sky's the limit. Like I think I think she could do whatever she wants to. It's just what they're gonna allow her to do, if that makes sense. Yeah.
2: I'll see you on that. And we'll have a lot more time to talk about that as we push on to the road to WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. Um we're gonna have to do a WrestleMania pre show. Um When's Revolution?
2: Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't know if we would be able to do a post-show. For some reason, they put it on Sunday.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't do a post-show on a Sunday night. But we could uh, We could do a pre-show on yeah. Sunday. Before the show starts, you want to come here, hang out with Boots of the Face before AEW Revolution. We could definitely do that. Uh,
2: pre we'll figure- the show,
1: maybe give some predictions. Yeah, we'll figure out when the date is. That'll be our prediction show. We'll figure out when the date is and we'll go live uh, two hours before the show for about an hour. And then y'all can watch the buy-in and all that kind of shit. But you can hang with your boys first for the Revolution Prediction Show. We'll be back next week, Wednesday night. I'm sorry, Tuesday night, live on Twitch.tv. If you're listening to this on audio, please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment, leave a rating, tell your mom about it. Go to our link tree. We got merch there. Follow us on all our social medias. Check us out in the Discord. Uh, I'll post a picture I was talking about that Doug Halliday did. EJ, you got any shout-outs or anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Shout-out to everybody
2: that participated in the chat, to Joey Steeleman and Joey Delarm and Admire and Devin and Kristen. Appreciate y'all.
1: And Mr. Chaos. Yep, appreciate everybody in the chat. Thanks, EJ, for hanging out. Until next week, I'm Chris Rucker for EJ Reed. This has been Boot to the Face. See ya. Peace!